Hey Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor worked double duty. Sully and Vi protected the engine room from attack. Meanwhile, Jyla and Mal fought off other Guild of Commerce privateer vessels. Now they are left to pick up the pieces of a broken and scattered United Colony fleet. Alright, we're going to start on board the main United Colony vessel, um, which that really needs a name. Yeah, we're going to call it the Bison, just so you know. It's called the Bison now. So, so far we've established that one one guild is like the south, southern United States, or one group is the southern United States. One is the Wild West United States. Man, I can't wait to figure out what the other three fit into in the United States. All things being fair, the Guild of Commerce is, well, I mean, they were kind of supposed to be Ferengi, but whatever. I mean, yeah, I knew that, but we can't just say they're Ferengi. <laughs> this is way better. Good lord, why can I never remember anyone's name? Sully and Vi, you're on board the Bison, the large United Colony vessel that is still barely afloat. It has been badly damaged, but there are scurrying crew members trying to put everything back in place. What's she about? Well, first of all, we need to really draw the visual of, I just thought of Vi and Sully, who are the mo- the least human-looking people of our group, riding a bison. <laughs> like, a literal bison. I think Vi looks pretty much human. Uh, humanoid with, like, if I remember what I decided, uh, it was, like, scales and cat eyes. Oh, I do not remember that. Yeah, you should re-listen to the first episode. <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. I need to bring that up more often. Okay, so in my, I know this might not be completely accurate, but in my head, um, and I think you've said this before, Caitlin, that Jyla is kind of like a Bobby Draper type. Yeah, she's built like, yeah, she's um, a little more built and muscular and kind of tall. Okay, and then I imagined, and I imagined Vi as kind of like a, um, Kately from Firefly, but but older, naturally. Yeah. But but I guess not. I guess she's a reptile. <laughs> she's a lizard person. <laughs> I was gonna, I was like that type, but yeah, it's. I know most... Kaylee is just so young; it's hard to. Yeah, it's hard to just compare her aged up. Uh, but that's mostly like flavor, you know. So it's kind of like how in the original Star Trek, they just wore like, like I'm a Romulan. And it was like a different color face paint. Also, for Cody, for Cody's reference, I'm human in form. Just remember that, Cody. I'm not just a blob. I know. I, I know. We've 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 made the mistake of calling you an amoeba. I mean, you say we, you. So, uh, on the ship, Vi is definitely still trying to get those subsystems up, which I've been trying to do for the last two episodes. <laughs> so, especially life support. Okay, that is what I'm doing. Cool. And Sully, what are you doing? Um, I am helping her do that. Okay, so you're both um, you're both kind of working on this together. I would assume unless unless there's anybody who got hurt uh, during the firefight besides us. I didn't think anyone got more hurt. You wouldn't. You don't like know right away, but this ship's really big. So. Oh yeah, I'm talking about the one that was directly in the engine room. With yeah, us. no, there's not really anyone wounded immediately in the engine room from the last fight, so y'all are good. Okay, then. Okay, we so are the working. life support system is not located in the engine room. It's oh. kind of further towards the middle of the ship, which is like practically city sized. Well, that explains why I haven't been able to get the subsystems up. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not. It's not like right next to you, but you can like grab a little cart and make your way down there. Once you arrive, the life support system isn't, like, mechanically damaged. 
you know, it's a lot of piping and valves and reactors to try to scrub and clean air that's being recycled through the ship. Um, all of that seems intact. It's just a lot of the electronics have been fried due to like heat and, you know, spikes in electricity during the battle. So you guys can both kind of set about repairing that. And I think we're going to use our new rule for Sully. You can make a support a friend. Oh, heck yeah. Vi, you can roll plus smart. So I want to be helping her. Like, so like Sully's like a smart person. So I think he's like organizing everything and like putting tools like in a logical order that she'll need them in and that kind of thing. So with I can add smarts to that. So that is a seven. Does that get me any pluses then? That well, so the way that would work is you would make your roll. Yeah. And what'd you roll? Oh, I guess it doesn't matter. I got a seven. Then you don't have to spend it. You guys just now have one point of camaraderie. You can spend it a later time. Can someone keep track of that? I I have it. Okay. In a document. Cool. You said you rolled a seven. I did. Sorry, I I forgot that you had said that you had rolled something. That's okay. Because I'm smart like that. Okay, so you're successful in fixing the life support. It does take you a little bit. And, you know, there's some clunking and banging as things don't quite work right the first few times that you test it. You know, occasionally you smoke wire and then have to rerun something. So it's a little bit frustrating. But slowly the ship clangs itself back together and you guys start to get some breaths of fresh air. Once you get it working, you hear a beeping coming from behind you and one of the space doors slides open and Marvin uh, enters. He doesn't say anything. He kind of just stands awkwardly at the back of this room full of pipes and machinery, just kind of like shuffling from foot to foot. Uh, Vika, your son is here. I didn't know if you noticed. Thank you, Sully. Vi uh, gets out from like whatever, because I met she's like, you know, right in the middle of all the machinery, um, kind of gets out of all of that. Uh, and she goes over and gives him a hug. He responds kind of stiffly. Like he hugs you back, but it seems like he you know what I mean? It's like he's doing it because he has to. <laughs> it's good to see you, too. Look, Mom, you know that I don't really enjoy calling you and begging for help, specifically not once my ships have all been blown up and apparently we're in debt, so why don't we just get this out now? I'm sure that you have a bunch of things to say to me about borrowing stuff from the Guild of Commerce and about not piloting my ships correctly and about my fleet being blown up, so let's just... Get that out in the open immediately. I mean, it sounds to me like you already know everything that's wrong. So just make it better next time. Like if I can interject, uh, you need to tell him not to vent atmosphere. He said he was going to do that when we left. And I think that's a gap in your education of your child. Like he shouldn't be doing things like that. That is very dangerous and can lead to some nasty medical conditions. And this right here is why we don't we don't call this is because you show up with your outlaws and you bring this weird space alien on board our ship for him to tell me not to vent at do you know what a joke is like what is happening right now marvin it it's fine okay well it's not fine because all of my ships are blown up or falling apart and my main ship is falling apart and i had to call my mom to get bailed out so i would not qualify that as all right your main ship is no longer falling apart you've got your engines you've got your life support support so um you can get out of here and uh go find a place to not be in space anymore you're right i could get out of here you're right and i can go um about 
five space miles. Now, a space mile, that's made up, but it's not very far because we are totally out of fuel. What with us being broke? Yeah, that's definitely... you. Where, how are you out of fuel already? Where well, did you think you were going to go and we, you don't, didn't have enough fuel to get anywhere? We're going to improvise and... That's not... Then we got pirated. I thought I taught you better than that. Improvisation is only good so far as getting out of jams. You have to have enough fuel to get where you need to go. Well, we don't. So there's that that we have to deal with. And then there's also the fact that, um, let me see, last time I checked, I've accounted for exactly eh, about 10% of our crew. So there's also that. I can help if uh, anyone's injured. I would also like to put it on the record that improvisation- I said unaccounted for, not hurt. What? You, this is what I'm saying. You bring- It's a problem with the outlaws. They're all weird. They don't listen. You know, you could show a little bit more respect to Sully. He- did help save a lot of your crew down in the engine room. Well, we appreciate you doing whatever space magic you did. You're welcome. Yeah. Completely plays it straight. Doesn't understand any of the sarcasm in there. <laughs> I would like to put it on the record, though. Improvisation is always bad. It never goes well. Especially, and I cannot put well, too far. that's not true. I mean. That's not true, but we can have that discussion another day, Sully. How many times have we lost an oven? How many times? Like a- well, that's that's bomb improvisation. That's not um, getting out of scrapes. It, it doesn't matter. We don't need to have this conversation right now. Meanwhile, uh, Marvin is just still like sitting there. He's like sweating clearly and just looking more and more frustrated the more and more Sully talks. Like the longer this conversation about improvisation goes on, the more furious he seems. Okay, um, Sully... I don't know if maybe you want to just like take a minute and make sure that everybody on the ship is still doing okay. I'd like to have just 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 have a word with my son. All right. I I mean, it's a lot of people. It might be a little bit, but okay, I can start checking. As as Sully walks out, Marvin leans over and goes, "Don't vent any atmosphere," and then closes the door. <laughs> Sully Sully just like starts going up to people and like asking if they're okay, if they have any injuries. <laughs> you know, like Basically, like, cold calling people walking down the street trying to do stuff. There's just, like, a cutscene of you ask that about three times before you are, like, whisked away into an emergency hospital and immediately put to work, like, frantically trying to save people's lives. That's, that seems fair. It's like you think this is going to be the stupid scene where you're just, like, going up and it's, like, immediately someone's like, you're a doctor and they grab you and, like, kidnap you. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, Sully honestly wants to help. You know. Yeah, no, I know. It's just this is actually a really bad situation. So, like, a person being like, I'm a medical expert. They're just like, great. You're like a doctor on an airplane. <laughs> oh, I think the other thing is, like, Sully's view of the colonists isn't great now because, like, he's met two of them, really, or three of them, really. One seems crazy. One said they were going to vent atmosphere, and the other is Vika, who he respects. So he's like, <laughs> two-thirds of them don't understand, like, what a broken leg is, so I should ask all of them. <laughs> all right. So we're going to kick back over to Marvin and... Vi. I was gonna say, what's my name? <laughs> um, so so Vi kind of uh puts her hands on her hips and looks at Marvin. So do you have a plan? Right now, in the short term, no. My plan was to, I guess, try to find fuel on the way. That didn't work out, and in the ensuing battle, we lost most of our reserve fuel on 
more exertion maneuvering than we had planned to make. So right now, my plan is, no, my plan is most of my crew are on board tiny vessels that have probably been destroyed. I don't know how many of those ships are still working, how many people on board them are still okay, or where Lyra is. So that's where, that's my plan right now. And my plan was definitely not to call my mom and beg for help. Wait, where who is? That's something you don't know. Like, is okay, okay. your I was, character I, Vi does not know I didn't what know if said. I was supposed to no, know who you, that was. No, you were not supposed to pick up on that. Okay, no, that's fine. Um, uh, And then another question out of conversation. Did did we grab any fuel for them? No. All right, well, you know, first things first, as long as, I mean, you don't have any fuel, you're not going anywhere, Take you need to take stock of who you have, who's still alive. Did you start looking at who's still on the other ships? I mean, we can look out the windows. Okay, but sure... the ships are dead. That doesn't mean that there aren't people still on them. That's very true. That's, yep. You're absolutely right. But right now, we're a little bit short on means to getting to those ships and rescuing any of the potential people that might be on them. I mean, you have one ship that has fuel right now, which is my ship. My ship has fuel. We can help you find these other people. Well, I would appreciate that. You don't have to be so short with me. I'm your mom. Yeah, well, you know, my mom happened to, you know, I'm the one that has a mom that joined the outlaws. All right. It's weird. It's weird for me. Nobody cares. Well, I mean, some of them do. (laughs) Oh, what? And they're judging you for it? Yeah. I mean, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I am so sorry that I went and joined the outlaws. But if I hadn't, you wouldn't have someone here who knows what we're looking at to help you piece everybody back together. So at least try to find that silver lining. Okay. Yeah. He just kind of stands there looking at the floor. Okay, Marvin, do you do you want to go? see if anybody out there is still alive and then you can tell us where to go find them i can start trying to signal people thank you let's come on chop chop let's do this so as you start walking out of the room he kind of stops you and says just try to find out if lyra's okay we don't really have a lot of means of communication right now on board the ship who's lyra she's my wife now look uh, i didn't invite you to the wedding but Marvin! It's because you were you're with the outlaws. We can't exactly just call you and have you show up on our planet. And so, anyways, she's on board one of the ships that's been my ship that's out there before I took command of the bison. So just try to find her. Marvin, we are gonna have a very long talk about this eventually. Oh. But <laughs> right now, just go find out what's happening with your other ships. And yes, I am very offended. He he kind of looks at the floor and then shuffles off and he like gets in an elevator to go up the ship. And right before the door closes, he's like, you're the one that left for the outlaws and then hits the close button. Um, okay, so we're going to flip over to Jyla and Mal. Jyla and Mal, you're on board a slightly damaged honor. Um, there's a very sad Lucy who's bemoaning the loss of his stove that exploded not my fault and there's also still a ship attached to your ship well i mean i think the first order of business is trying to do some repairs what all what all is damaged at the moment 
Um, at the moment, what is damaged is your shields are damaged and your really not much is specifically damaged. You guys didn't really make out that badly in it. You just it just took you a while to be successful. But really, your shields are damaged and your hull is very damaged. Yeah. So, yeah, the hull is not something I can really repair on my own, is it? Um, no, I mean, you guys can definitely repair your hull. Um, it's just narratively it will be a like shoddy looking repair until you can get back to a harbor and have someone do a better job but that's flavor not mechanic do we have enough duct tape for this yeah you definitely do it's just it will be a roll <laughs> okay i mean first i first i want to try to get the shields back up in case the, those guys come back um okay cool i think we established that your shields are in a closet and look like a water heater so yeah you can make a Repair a subsystem roll, which is roll plus sharp. Fantastic. That's a 10. Awesome. <laughs> the subsystem is operable no matter what. <laughs> so you, uh, you know, clunk it with a wrench. There's a warm humming sound and you feel a little bit we safer. We already established the way to fix the shields is just turn it off, turn it back on again. So I do that again and it just works again. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like one of those um, like overload things that are just like the way you fix it is just shut the power off and turn the power back on then it's like i'm reset now okay <laughs> man i knew we shouldn't have used windows 10 on this freaking shield system <laughs> no no Vinny, your 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 uh, system is running vista i was gonna say i i debated whether i was gonna go with 10 or vista <laughs> 8.1 <laughs> no emmy it's even worse all right the camera cuts and just focuses in on Jyla's face looking very concentrated holding a bomb and staring at a ship that's protruding into her cargo hold and she's remembering back to a time that she exploded a barrier into existence Jyla <laughs> <laughs> is terrifying everybody <laughs> like you you know those th like things where it's like the existential horror of like a god of chaos that is what Jyla is the embodiment of. <laughs> so I think she, like, her brow is furrowed. She looks at her bomb. She looks at the hole. She looks at her bomb and decides to put it down on the, on the floor. And she picks up some duct tape and has a wrench and just kind of looks at that and puts the wrench down and just starts like duct taping a layer of duct tape across the hole. Um, and then <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, uh, Mal Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> Please and tell me that was on purpose and not on accident. <laughs> it was not. It, uh, she comes Mal in the middle of what she's doing. And it's like, uh, Hey, Cap. Uh, if, hypothetically speaking, if you were to uh, repair a, a hole in our ship, what would you use? Hypothetically, as I said. Uh, don't we still have that uh, big old shipment of uh, duct tape from that one job we did a while back? <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that so much. We really you swing use from... that in every single bomb I have now. Um... We use we are like the weirdest crew. Either we're like doing epic space fights, <laughs> or doing really boring UPS shipments. <laughs> oh yeah, I found the. I'm definitely using duct tape. 
since we have plenty. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I mean, it should get us back to back home, right? All right, just lot, lot, lots of duct tape. Got it. You're the captain. This can't go horribly wrong. All right, bye. <laughs> so I take it. Uh, I need to roll for this. Yeah, yeah, you would need to roll for that. Repair a subsystem, so you roll plus smarts. That's a nine. Cool. So, so I go across the one one direction, and then I do I go across the perpendicular and do a layer of that, and then I cross hatch another direction, three layers strong. Awesome. You have three layers between you and the hard, terrible vacuum of space. The cold, the cold void of space. The unforgiving nightmare that is space. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong. All right, so your guys' ship is technically back in working order. What do you do? Jyla is going to shuffle apologetically into the kitchen with some duct tape and uh, <laughs> offer her services to Lucy. Are you suggesting... That you think a roll of duct tape can fix the culinary majesty that was my stove. Nay, it is dead. And we must all move past the loss of a valuable crew member, you, our stove. Do you need a moment then? I, I can I can leave and come back if you have a grieving process. I uh I think that would be I think that would be best. I I think you should go. Oh. And he just kind of stares off into <laughs> the, middle of the, the sunset that isn't there. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. All right. Um, yep. Take all the time you need, Lucy. I'll be, uh, I'll be back. You see one oily tear slide down his power armor. Yep, I'll be back. Bye. As the door closes, you just hear sobs. <laughs> you monster. Yep. Um, hypothetically speaking again, if you were to... Uh, Repair somebody's feelings that you hurt. What would, uh, well, what would you use? Hypothetically speaking. Ah, uh, see that I don't think can be fixed with duct duct tape. No, see we have a lot of duct tape. I was really hoping. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't I don't know if I have a good answer for that. I mean, I mean, just try not to do whatever you did to hurt him in the first place. I assume you're talking about the stove and Lucy. I'm talking about the stove. I mean, we'll get him a new stove. We'll, we'll make it right for Maybe him. I can fix it up nice. Maybe something with spark? No, that's too soon. Too soon. Oh, oh, yeah, that's that. No, yeah, that's. Uh, you don't want to blow it up again. That'd, that'd be, be poor taste. That'd be not good to give him a new a new stove and then blow it up again. Don't think he'd take take that very well. Maybe my gift will be just to not touch it at all. That that could be possible. I think that could work. I'll think about that. So our tip is in good repair now, right? Good enough. Yeah, I feel good about it, the honor. I assume we'll pro. I guess we can call over to the other group and see how they're doing. I don't know if we do. We want to have that conversation or just say we exchange information on what's going on. No, I think you guys should talk. Okay, so I'll I'll call over. Um, hey, uh, Vi and Sully. Uh, I guess do I call him Sully or Sullivan? I can't remember. I usually call him Sullivan, don't I? I think so. Okay. I I don't remember. So, uh, hey, Vi and Sullivan, how are things going over there? Uh, there are a lot of injured people in this hospital that I'm in. Um, do you know if there are any, any deaths among, among the crews? Oh, I mean, yes, there, I mean, they were in a, a very bad dogfight, and this is a city-sized v- vessel, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. Yeah, I was just asking, because the, those go to commerce guys, it seems like they didn't want to actually kill anybody if they didn't have to, so I was hoping that they didn't, but, 
guess I guess we'll start we'll start doing some scans over here to see what we can figure out from the rest of the ships that were in this fleet. Uh, yeah, please do. My my kid is doing the same. Uh, he's not sure how many out there are still alive, but uh, I may have offered our ship to help. Uh, bring any that are still alive back to uh, the bison. Okay, yeah, we can we can definitely do that. How how is the ship? Is it doing okay? Oh yeah, we we fixed it up real good. No need to worry, Vi. It is it is not dead. You fixed it. Wait, hold, um, Jyla. This is a very important question. Yes. Were, were bombs used in the fixing of this at all? No. No, I thought about it real hard, and I decided not to. So I, I cut Jyla out of the re- link real quick. Hey. Um, I think Jyla has been replaced by that black goop that we encountered last time. So <laughs> I don't think we should risk this. You know, the Jyla that we know and love is probably long dead, and we should just space this Jyla and be done with it. I mean, I just talked with her. She seemed uh, she seemed pretty lucent to me. Does the Jyla you know ever not use a bomb? It did seem a little strange, but I mean, maybe she's finally learning that blowing stuff up isn't always the answer. I hope you pop back in at some point during this. <laughs> K- Caitlin. No, Caitlin's been spaced. What are you talking about? <laughs> Zach, is this you really trying to kill off a character in the episode? No, no. <laughs> I just don't think Sully would ever believe Jyla saying, I didn't use a bomb. Remember that time when she b- used a bomb to make a barrier come into existence? He used to make it fall from somewhere else. There's a difference. He wasn't, I don't know, spoken into being. Well, anyway. uh, I, I, I lost the c- connection. I'm back now. Oh, good. Uh, you know, I, for one, am grateful that she didn't use a bomb to fix the ship. So I think, I think Jai is probably okay. I'm a little worried about the ship still. I am. I, I feel... Mostly pretty great, except for the stove part, but it'll get better. What's wrong with the stove? Uh, it is non-functional right now, and Lucy's a bit um, broken up over it. But uh, I think he'll manage, and she looks through the kitchen window and still sees Lucy sobbing. Uh- I'll, 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 gi- I'll give you uh, I'll give you three guesses on what on what uh, what damaged slash destroyed the. The oven and the first two don't count. All right, we don't need to play this game. Oh, oh about, uh, I'm I'm very we're, good at this. We're um, burying, burying folks. No wait, no, Jyla, we're playing a game. I'm so good at this game. Um, Later. Did a phaser blast get through our shields and hit the oven directly? No. The thing is, like Sully's not being sarcastic. I know. I know. <laughs> um, did a did one of our subsystems get shorted, which broke the oven? No. Do, do you want Do you want a hint? Sure. Yeah, I I will take a hit, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. I will tell you that uh, it was not me or any of the invaders on our ship that destroyed... Uh, let's see, it's not myself, Lucy, or any of the invaders on our ship that caused damage to the oven. Jyla stares daggers in mouth. Oh, Captain, I- I'm-, I'm very sorry to hear that your Alexi robot was malfunctioning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Farian. I will also I will I will also say that this uh, this person is is human. Wait wait hold up, hold up. You're telling me that after last time when Jyla blew up an oven, she thought, hmm, let's make a bomb in the oven again. I did not make a bomb in the oven. I mean, you kind of did though. Not in it. That didn't that. 
Yeah, that implies that I baked it. I did not. I'll, <laughs> I'll take a look at the oven when I get back. Do you want us to come over now? I don't, I don't know right now if they're... Well, Sully might keep being use on the ship, uh, being a doctor and all, but uh, do you need me to come over? Uh, it's whatever you think is necessary. We can start ferrying people. Uh, I think I am through the worst of triage. If you guys would like me back on the ship, you know, we are kind of a group. Are we heading home or does Marvin need anything extra? Uh, after we... Well, I think the priority at the moment is to is to find the rest of his crew or what's left of the rest of his crew, figure out who's who's alive, who's not, what ships are working, can still work. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's also um, another part of it that I forgot to mention. They don't have fuel right now. Oh, well, that's uh, that's a little problematic. So, assuming we don't want to just leave them dead in the water, once we figure out what's up with the rest of his crew, I think we're the only ship that has any fuel. So we may need to make a run to the gas station, <laughs> I guess. So yeah, we do have a little bit more we need to do other than just ferrying people, unfortunately. Well, I, th- I think we should be able to manage that. Ferry some people, pick up some gas, send them on their merry little way. Um, I think we should do it quickly because I'm... Hmm. Wait, well, you, we should be fine though, right? You guys were able to take out all the Guild of Commerce ships, right? Uh, they're disarmed. I, I don't mean, know what they're doing now. Yeah, they they were damaged and they kind of ran, so they're not... They're not dead, so I'm worried they might come back with a bigger force, so we probably should hurry whatever we're doing here. We should hurry. Alright, so do we need to roll to see how fast we can do this evacuation? Cool. Uh, or ferrying? So, there's a few rolls that you're going to have to make. First one, just to establish, are both of you coming back on board the ship? Yes. Yes. Cool. You both teleport back over to the Honor. You are now all united again. The teleporter drops you in the uh, cargo hold of the ship. As soon as you land, Vi, you immediately feel a little bit gross. You look up and see a giant duct tape panel. Triple weave. Yeah, I'm going to have to fix that. And you also see scorch marks from the door where a stove exploded. Oh, no. Oh, why? Why did you do this to my ship? Them Guild of Commerce folks ought to be punished. <laughs> well, I guess I gotta do this now. Uh, and Vide goes to like fix the, uh, specifically the duct tape portion of our ship. You start welding real metal panels into the ship. Yeah. It was very thorough. <laughs> I'm not saying you didn't do a good job, but duct tape. Tape? As you remove the repair equivalent of finger painting. (laughs) Okay, so the rest of you, the situation that you have at hand right now is, like I said, several ships were damaged when you got there. So there was an entire fleet from the United Colonies, and most of the smaller ships were just stopped and adrift. Um, So some of those... and, And so basically, right, they're like powers off, they're just floating in space. Um, and there is a handful of these. So now it's kind of up to you guys how you want to tackle that problem. Can I use my force powers or magic powers to sense where people are? 
You can use your mystical space powers, yeah. Also, has Marvin sent over any information about what they found? Um, Marvin sends over a way too, like, sappy, romantic, physical description of his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Please narrate this. Oh, no, Cody, you should write it out and text it to me and I will read it off. (laughs) In my monotone droll. Okay, yeah, so this is this is the letter that this is the letter that you get. It's like pulling it's like being pulled up like on the ship's computer. Also I rolled a ten for searching for people using weird. Uh uh everyone, a uh, message just came in from Marvin as well. Uh we're we're searching for his wife, right? Micah? Yeah. How did you- Yes. <laughs> yes, that is one of the people we're looking for. Well, Marvin has provided a description. Uh, her hair is like yellow quarry dust. Uh, she smells like a functional fuel reactor. Her hands are so callous she is cut proof. This is this is romance. Uh, sorry, Vaughn. Are you teaching this? I once saw her punch a bear in half. I mean, okay, this doesn't no, seem. I'm impressed by that. This doesn't seem like romance. This just seems like an apt physical description. <laughs> she can strike faster than a snake. I mean, what type of snake, though? I feel like that's an important question. Like, I'm are we just talking- really glad his dad's not around to see this. This is not good. I thought he taught him better than this. I mean, I feel like this is an apt description. Is there something that I'm missing? Uh, don't worry about it. Her lips are softer and more dexterous than can be described. Her to oh, okay, oh, I get it no. now. Okay, I don't. Oh <laughs> no. Okay, how much more are you gonna put in there, Cody? I am picking up on the romantic overtones now. <laughs> if there was a way to burn that, we should burn it. So, what, what's her name by? <laughs> so, blonde. Her name is Lyra, which you know would have helped with the description. Uh, did you meet this Lyra before? No. No, I haven't. In fact, uh, apparently they married two weeks ago. Great. Okay, let's let's just try to find all these people. I also like with that description. Like, can I sense people around in the spaceships? Okay, so you said you rolled a ten plus to try to sense people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. When you felt out with your feelers, you're able to... I don't like that. I don't like how that sounds at all. When the mystical energies of space spoke into your brain, you're able to narrow down three vessels that are in imminent danger. Most of them are somewhat stable. They might be leaking a little bit of atmosphere, but they're not, like, actively dying. There are three ships where people might actually be, like, dying now. Okay. Uh, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn, uh, the, the... These three ships seem to be in the most peril. Everything else seems to be doing, at least, if not well, then at least all right. But these three are in danger of people actively dying. All right, well, it sounds like we need to prioritize those ones then. We do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, out of the three vessels that you have noticed, um, so the United Colonies vessels are not standardized. They're generally kind of made individually. Um, by whoever's using them, right? So there's not, like, one design. They're all kind of stick-built, handcrafted vessels. So looking through them, one of the vessels that you see is, like, very boxy and minimalist. It seems like it was put together just for the sake of efficiency. It's, like, 
a box with a can of boom strapped to the back, and that's the ship. Um, Sounds like Gyla's kind of ship. (laughs) (laughs) There's another vessel that is well built, so, you know, whoever built it seems like they were an expert. They've done this many, many times. It's fancy. Well, it's like not fancy. That's not the right way to put it. It is quality built. And then there's one ship that is like just way too ostentatious to be part of the United Colonies. Like there's buttresses on the ship. It has flying buttresses. There's like a balcony on the ship. You know what I mean? Like those totally pointless balconies that some weird houses have where there's like no doors that lead up to it. It's just like a little thing on the front. Yeah. I hate those so much. Me too. Like they make me irrationally mad because I'm like, why did you do this? Are we choosing something between these two? You have to pick which one you're flying up to. The the third one, you said it has no business being United Colonies. Does It doesn't feel like Guild of Commerce, does it? Make me an investigation check. Okay. And anyone can make this, you know. Is that smart? Uh, you'd have to look at the hand. I don't have that. Uh, it's sharp, yeah. Sharp. I got Ten. A nine. I got a seven. Uh, I got an eight. Okay, so putting your heads together, it is, it is a United Colony ship. Clearly, it's not a standard vessel that exists, but it feels like one that is trying to pretend to be something else. And Jyla, you would immediately be like, like irked by it, almost because it's not right. It clearly has motifs that would be frequently seen in a Guild of Commerce vessel, but you, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, okay, like it's normal for them to have that kind of weird looking little balcony thing at the back of the cargo bay. So when they open it up, they step regally out onto a balcony, but this is put in the wrong place or, you know, it's like stuff like that, where it's just like, it has all the motifs, but it has them in the wrong place that yeah yeah it would be like if someone put like one of the big fang toothed horse heads like on an oar getting splashed into the water to try to make it look like a viking vessel it's like that's not where those went gotcha okay what a weird but very apt description i was on the fine arts team in high school i'll have you know for academic (laughs) super bowl we went to state and got last place (laughs) i was just smart enough to get a vacation from school anyways (laughs) so there is also a broken down raggedy looking ship and a very quality made looking vessel where do you go well um i don't i don't know where they got their sense of style but well like i do it's guild of commerce but it's all that doesn't go there and that's supposed to be able to open door and that doesn't belong there I think we should help out the little boxy thing over here. They look uh, like that's where I was now. thinking, too. All right. Someone needs to make me a piloting check. A heroic Sounds good to check. me. Pilot heroically check. I, I will do that. I keep forgetting to pull up the ship combat so I can actually like remember what stuff is... Yeah, I know. To record this and play the game, I need like 15 monitors open, and I have my notes, and uh, yeah, it's just yeah. so many. Broke piloting, okay. That is a nine. Um. Okay, cool. So, as you um, are piloting towards the vessel, you do a pretty decent job. 
You don't like smash into it really hard. But the only weird thing is, and I don't know if you've specifically mentioned this to um, Vi yet, but you have another ship still haphazardly glued onto the hull of yours. And that changes like your weight and your thrust vectoring. So it becomes a lot more difficult to pilot. So as you fly in, it's like clean. I assume hmm? she would have found that when she took off the duct tape. It, it, does, it doesn't really. I'm just, I, I'm just uh, it, that's not why it matters. I know about okay. it, but I can't do anything until okay. we're like stopped. Because like, I need time to put on a spacesuit and get out there. So as you fly up to it and try to dock that extra ship that you have sitting there that kind of has like these weird like umbilical tentacly things that latched onto your ship kind of clatters into the boxy one. And you hear like a telltale hissing sound as you're now leaking a little bit of atmosphere from that maneuver. But you are successfully docked with Did this I, other ship. I forgot we had that ship attached to us, didn't I? Dang it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Vi. <sighs> it's okay. I get out my drill and like <laughs> just start fixing it again. Just keep fixing it. All right, you guys just opening up the door. Yeah. With spacesuits on. <laughs> okay. Are all of you wearing spacesuits? Yes. Cool. So you crack the door open and you're met with a. Well, actually, no. You're not met with any smell. You crack the door open, and um, inside the ship is not. It doesn't look badly damaged. You can see like a few holes or like cracks in the hull. Um, and you feel maybe like a slight push as air rushes back into that ship. And no one is immediately there. You said it's like a box, right? Do we see anyone? You said air rushes back into this ship, like implying that it did not have air. It, But not like you opened up to vacuum. Like, have you ever opened up a slightly pressurized door? Oh. And felt okay. like it pulling air. Like, not... It's totally at vacuum, but there was less air pressure in this ship than there was in yours. But it would not have been the same as if you opened your door to space. <clears throat> oh, and actually, um... Jyla... Not Jyla. Vi, make me a weird check. Uh, that is another eight. Okay, cool. So your intuition of this ship tells you that because your door is open to this other vessel you're now leaking more atmosphere, so there's holes in this other ship. Okay, we need to find uh, whoever's in here ASAP, uh, because uh, air's leaking. So, you said we opened up to, like, a box, right? Did we not immediately see people? It's it's very boxy, but it's not, like, literally an open concept spaceship. Um, so there... I just imagined a cardboard box flying through space for a second. That is literally what <laughs> I imagine. That's what it looks like from the outside, but there are, like, bulkhead doors leading deeper into the vessel. Okay. So I think we step onto their ship and then close the door to our ship. Okay. You close the door onto yours, and you can still feel air moving as if it's as, as if it is rushing out someplace. All right. Race ya. And Jyla goes off looking for... Cool. Uh, make me... Actually, yeah, just everybody make me act under pressure rolls. Well, that's a four. Six. <laughs> Ten. Seven. Oh, good. <laughs> awesome. So let me tell you, it's just your Captain Mal and... Um, Vi, they're just more sprightly, and Vi, you're used to these types of kind of hurriedly made vessels. You scamper your way up and find your way to a, like, crew, um, like a crew quarter area, and you see 
a very scared looking nuclear family all sitting at a table wearing spacesuits, just kind of huddled up shaking. You don't have any way to communicate with them because they're in spacesuits and they don't have like, like a comm link. Uh, I don't I can't remember where this, I can't remember what sci-fi this was in, but uh, there was definitely a sci-fi where uh, some episode or movie where they definitely talk to each other by pushing their face mask right close together and the sound traveled between them. They do that in The Expanse. It was in The Expanse that they did that? Okay. Yeah, The Expanse, they always do that. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a cool idea. I, I guess my point is they don't hear you. And you're feeling really good about that until you hear a slip and a clang. Um, and you look behind you and see Sully and uh, Jyla slipped coming up the stairs, fell and crashed to the floor of the spaceship, which caused it to rupture and split. <laughs> oh, for the... What? The last, you see, the last you see of both of them, they get sucked out through a rip in the ship what? into space. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, they're still in spacesuits, though. Yeah, but we're, are we telling oh no, Shy and Sully, you are just kind of pinwheeling out into space. No, can we grab onto each other? Make me an act under pressure roll. I'm assuming that's cool as well. That is, yeah, it's, it's act under pressure is always cool. Hey, I'm using my crop. The com- I'm using the camaraderie point that I generated earlier. Sorry, I'm too close to Mike. I'm using the camaraderie point that I generated earlier to make it a seven. Okay, cool. So you both roll a seven and manage to um, grab onto each other. And in getting blown out, you are flung really hard against the ship that's stuck onto the honor, and you each take one damage. All right, we're going to kick back over to Captain Malcolm and Vi. Oh, well, that's not good. No, it's okay. Um, uh, okay, uh, so what I wanted to establish was I think... I feel like the United Colonies has probably had these kind of, like, issues before. Um, So there's, like, a very loose hand signal. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So it's, like, it's something, too, that they would pick up on as in, okay, this person's okay. Like, they're not trying to kill us. Despite the fact that two two of us just opened their ship to more vacuum. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Part of that hand signaling is like, so sorry. <laughs> so uh, I, I think the most important thing is going to be get this family on the ship and then we can like get that ship off of ours and get Jai and Sully back on. Cool. So the two parents hurriedly shove the like smaller space suited children ahead of them and on board your vessel as you manage to rescue this family. And close the doors behind you. Do we know that these were the only people on board? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They would. That would have been communicated in whatever crude hand signal, like you know. So as soon as we get them on board, um, uh, Mal, would you mind taking them to uh, you know, uh, a place like to the kitchen or something, so I can get Jai and Sully in? <laughs> yeah, uh, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, we should probably rescue them. You open the door to the kitchen. No, hang on. Oh, sorry. Before, before that, I'm going to assume that we all have like helmets off and everything. I can actually talk talk to them now. Uh yeah. Okay. So, uh real quick, I I, I will warn you our chef might be an impos- a former former imposition soldier, but he's super he's super nice. He's okay. He's not going to hurt you. I promise. They they just all look shell-shocked. They have nothing to say. They're just like 100 yards staring like what? 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 All right. Well, 
I'm gonna, uh, I'm, I'm putting you somewhere safe, and then we'll, we'll get, we'll get you safe, okay? And then I enter the kitchen. As soon as you open the door, you're just blasted with a wave of weeping sounds as you hear, <laughs> The stove! Hey, 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 hey Lucy. Uh... The stove! Captain, how may I be of assistance? Um, so we have some guests here. Um, they were on one of the other ships that has been badly damaged and they need a place to and they are guests relax they're guests um, in my kitchen yes um i was wondering as if- soon as you say yes he gives you no time he shoves you aside scoops them up bodily places them into seats and then starts just offering them juices okay and that's- anything he can do <laughs> he's so excited at the chance of hospitality yep that's exactly what i was going to suggest to him which is perfect which I figured that's how that was going. He's apologizing for the lack of stove. He's very upset, but he's very happy to have guests. All right. uh, I'm going to go kind of try to reunite with Vi and figure out what else needs done. Um, Yeah. And also it's uh, Jyla and Sully might not, might be in a bit of trouble. So I'm going to go help them. Bye. Uh, Jyla Mavek. I have a question for you. What is it? Are you the real Jyla Mavek? Yes, Doc, I'm the real Jyla Mavek. I'm the real Jyla Mavek who's about to die in space. I mean, this is a first for us. Usually we don't die in space. I, yeah, it's just... I, I hate dying in space. I thought we... Jyla, we literally just said this is a new experience. I just... Uh, what I mean is I always imagined it being the worst. <laughs> Guys, I'm really tired. <laughs> it might not be a new experience. You just don't remember it if it, if it happened before. That is true. Oh, we have no memory of our death. <laughs> I think I think there's like a camaraderie where we tell each other about how we died. You know, like okay, this is the story of how I died. Well, in order to get the point, if you want a point, you have to like actually do that. That what part? Like die in space with her? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you would get camaraderie for that, I think. But you guys aren't dead. You're in spacesuits, you know. You're just, like, you know, in you're just space. Like a, you're just on the on our ship now, right? Because they, they got, uh, they're by or in the thing that's attached to our ship. You guys did smash into that. Do you want to do anything with that fact? Can we find a, la- a hatch yeah, to like, get in? Try to find a handhold? Ooh, I think, let's say... The way that sequence went, we cut before it was finished. So you guys were blasted out into space. You grabbed onto each other's hands and then were flung against this extra ship protruding from the honor. You each took one damage. But that momentum didn't just vanish. You now have to make another roll to try to grip onto the ship and not just get flung away. Oh, man. This is not going to go well. Seven. Oh, no. Five. Zach, you have a choice to make. (laughs) Save me. You can grab a hold of this ship if you let go of Vi. No! Jyla. I mean Jyla. If you let go of Jyla, you can grab a hold of this ship. Oh, so, no. can I make a counterproposal? You can. Can I let go of Jyla but push her towards the ship? Um. <laughs> Ooh, no. The option here is either she's lost at space and you guys are going to have to handle a crew member lost at space. Uh, I don't think that's 
I don't no. think that's the... Or we handle two crew members lost in space. Together. Or you guys are lost in space together. Well, I'm going for that camaraderie point. Like, since she said she's scared of dying in space, I don't think you'd let go. Aww. Okay. Yay. That's where the camaraderie point. I'll give that one to you. Jyla, this is something that you, like, see. You, like, see him grab a hold, and there's, like, that instance where you feel the tug back, and you realize, like, oh, if he lets go of me, he could just grab on with his other hand. And instead, he just lets go and uh, keeps pinwheeling off into space with you. Well, it, it's been great knowing you, Sully. I, I appreciate not dying alone. I mean, I still have faith in Vika. And maybe the captain? His piloting seems sketchy at times. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. I won't. But safe with me. Are, are we not in this call also? Is it not just an open trick? No, I, I think we're just... I think we're just, like... That's up to Jyla and Sully. I also assume we're not always on open comms, you know, necessarily. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, I don't think we're always just... So a, you guys kind of said you have to say that. We're never out of communication if we need to be in it, was my assumption. Okay. But, like, I don't just assume everyone's in every scene constantly. Yeah, so I imagine we're grabbing, like, both grabbing each other's arms with both hands and, like, head things together. Like, yeah. helmets together. Well, Sully, here's to the void. It's not that bad. I I had said that Vi was gonna uh, go and like try to get them because in my head they were still like holding on to that attached vessel. Yeah. So I think what happens is Vi airlocked off the um she airlocked off the area so that she could uh, open up to space and tethered herself and was like ready to basically just lean out, hold out a hand and grab them. And then she sees them floating off into space. Oh, shoot. As soon as uh, she sees that, then she's going to bite, you know, shuts the door as you're exiting the kitchen. That's when Vi runs into you. Uh, Mal, we got a problem. Uh, what kind of problem? Is it worse than, is it worse than, uh, Jyla and Sully are outside the ships, like, kind of, kind of stuck to the hull and can't get in? Yes, worse than that. They've, uh, pinwheeled off, so we ah. don't really have time for this, but we really need to go get them and then keep going as fast as we can before the Guild of Commerce shows back up. All right. Okay. So let's go get them, like, now. I want to have a little bit more of a scene with Jyla. Okay. If that's cool. No, that's fine. So I was like, Jyla, I'm assuming Jyla's, like, freaking out a little bit, right? Or, And so you said the last thing, like, here's the void. Well, uh, if you look at it logically, Jyla Maybeck, I mean, the void is emptiness, and I don't think, you know, there's really a void here because we're, like, together and we have our friendship and stuff. I think that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Sully. That's really beautiful. <laughs> Keep Keep talking about the the not void of space. I mean, there's lots of not void in space. I mean, look at all the stars, which are basically just like really big bombs. Actually, I take that back. Don't think about that. I <laughs> no, I like that thought. That's no. a really nice thought. <laughs> I will think about that. <laughs> no, I, I I I regret that one. And the um, nebulas are they like explosions just caught in the perfect moment, just pause for all eternity. Well, not eternity, but pause. Mid explosion. That's the best part. The explosions. You know that. The just explody that, part. Well, yeah, but just that that perfect moment where before anything gets destroyed, like a stove, and it's just it's just the explosion, <laughs> the purity of it. You know. 
I can't say that I do. <laughs> okay, you guys can power slide to pick us up now. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I probably need to go to the bridge and do a heroic piloting then, huh? Yeah. That is an option, yes. And I, I want to go back to uh, our like door so that I can be there to get them and like I'm tethered to the ship. Cool. I want uh, Mandy, I want you, and by Mandy, I mean Vi, I want you to make a support a friend roll, and then Vinny, you'll do heroic piloting, and by Vinny, I <laughs> well, mean Mal. I mean, it's confusing, because is Mal making the roll, or is Vinny? <laughs> no, the way you pilot a ship is by rolling dice. <laughs> it's a very complicated system of dice rolls. It's either an 8 or a 9. Oh, is that what you rolled, either an 8 or a 9? Yeah. Okay, cool. Depending on what, what if I'm adding cool or something else. Um, You're adding cool. Okay, then it's 9. And okay. my, my camaraderie roll was a seven. Uh, okay, cool. So then you can spend that one point and make it a 10 if you would like. Yeah, let's let's do that. Okay, cool. So with a 10, it's really epic looking. You like power slide with the gate open. So like right as you have that cute little moment, you like turn as you're in space and you just see your ship like screaming towards you <laughs> with Jyla. Uh, Jyla's like, not again. <laughs> I take it back. This might this might be the worst way to die. So. <laughs> <laughs> With yeah, Vika's hand reaching out to you as we just see it coming. It's like this looks like it might be worse than when you swallowed that bomb. <gasps> <laughs> as you say that, you guys are beautifully swept on board the Woo! ship. Is this is this like Martian style? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> But faster and cooler. <laughs> Logistically, logistics-wise, we have one point of camaraderie in our pool right now, right? I believe so, yes. So there are now two ships remaining that are actively leaking atmosphere. One of them, as I said, well-crafted. The other one, weirdly ostentatious. Where are you going next? So I know we talked about this being an item later on. Is there anything I can do in the med bay to heal myself at all? How hurt are you? I'm at 4 HP. No. Cool. But we can talk about that later. Cool. I think my vote would be for the the not weird Guild of Commerce looking one, because that one, for some reason, seems really strange to me. But we'll go to that one next, after we go to the... What do you guys say? I think that's a great plan. I think I am going to go check on the family and make sure everyone is alright, and make sure all their life signs are good, because that ship was in very bad disrepair. Alright, Vinny, heroic... Sorry. Uh, yeah, Malcolm, heroic piloting, and Sully, when you walk into the kitchen, you see four very scared-looking, uh, a united colony family of four looking terrified as a power-suited, like, space marine is serving them fancy juice. <laughs> At least one of the kids looks really happy, though. <laughs> one of the kids is now in love with Lucy, like... You know how like little kids get where they decide someone's like the best person ever? Yeah, one of the kids is like, I want a power suit. He's going to have box armor soon. You oh, know. that's adorable. <laughs> All right, my heroic piloting was a seven. Awesome. So you uh, clang into the excellently made ship. And fortunately, the craft of this other ship made it such that docking with it's fairly easy and you don't struggle as much like banging bits of your own ship into it. And again, it's like doors closed right now. I guess we head on. Okay. Are you guys in full, you know, space suits Suit. again? Suit. Yep. Yep. 
Okay, cool. I assume I never took mine off. I just took the helmet off so I could talk to the people. Gotcha. And then I was just ready to put it back on. Not that it matters, but time. Sully, after falling out of a spaceship and almost dying and being real beat up, he's going to sit back for this one. Okay. So you just stay in the kitchen with the family and just kind of like try to keep the kids entertained and optimistic. Right. I do like a like a like a like a basic physical kind of thing. Jyla is doing the opposite and trying to throw herself into something distracting. <laughs> going onto the new ship. Falls out of another space lock. Like like almost dying again. The door opens <laughs> and again you feel that same push of air, not like you're in a full vacuum, but like there is now more air on this ship. Um but this time, instead of being met with an eerie silence, you're met with very loud clanging and rattling sounds. You can hear footsteps all over the ship. Um, but it's a very tight ship. Like, there's a lot of hallways and twisting corridors. All right, we try to, I guess I try to go to where the footsteps are. Uh, I, I would just like to say that I do have my drill ready. Like, not out, but it's, it's out of its holster. Um, okay. Are you doing police style where it's like down and they, then you have to bring it up? Yeah. Yeah, totally. What'd you roll? A six. <laughs> Is this for investigate? Is that what we're doing? I don't actually know. Caitlin, what are you trying to achieve right now? I was now? just making a roll to find survivors. Oh, so you're just, are you like physically going onto the ship and like exploring yes. it? Okay, cool. Yes. Nah, we just docked. Go to the next ship. Yeah, I, I got a seven to do investigate the place, try to find people and i have a uh i have a nine for that okay so this works in a lot of ways so jyla you're leading the charge you're trying to really feel alive in this moment and as you rush through this ship you hear the banging getting louder and louder and louder as you bust into the engine room and you are immediately shot and take one damage no ah there's an old man that goes, Get off board my engine room! I'll defend it to my death, you Gildacammer's dog! You see him? Wait, how did he get onto this ship? He's No, this is his ship, and he thinks you guys are Guild of Commerce. No, yeah, this was the same guy that was on the bison, though. No, different guy. Just different crazy I mean, old man. Brother. You see him? They're he didn't, all crazy. Cody has four characters, Vinny. Come on. <laughs> he didn't turn around. He just shot under his shoulder when he heard the door open. He's still hammering a piece of metal into a crack in his engine room. Sir, we're, we're trying to save your life. Ow. I recognize that accent. You ain't welcome on board here. Shoot. Vi, can you, can you handle this? Yeah, Vi, Vi comes in. Um... And I, I'm guessing we're able to talk instead of just doing hand signals this time. Yeah, you, there's enough air that you can talk, yeah. Yeah, okay. The ship's in better shape. Sir, your ship, I understand you want to go down with the ship, keep your ship running, but uh, we're here to help you get over to the bison. Uh, make a grease the wheels roll. All right. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I made that. That's a 12. All right, but we got to get crusty. Who's crusty? Crusty! Krusty! And then you hear thump, thump, thumping, and a four-legged mammal comes smashing into the room. It's Krusty. I was about to ask, is it his dog or space dog? It's got four legs and it's a mammal. That's all you can tell. Is it a targ? It's like you look at it and you go, that's either a bear, a big raccoon, or a weird-looking dog. <laughs> Not really positive which one well, it is. Let's ask uh, Lyra if she's punched it in half, one of these in <laughs> half before. That, that helped narrow it down. <laughs> Great. Yep. Crusty. Sure. Let's go. 
Uh, all right, you lug the old man and his bear dog raccoon on board your ship, and there is one more vessel left to explore. Well, is, was he the only person here? Yeah, this was his ship. Okay. All right, last ship. I guess I need to make another piloting roll, huh? Let's go. That is a nine. Cool. So, yeah. Should, here, we have one camaraderie point. Should I use it to make it a ten, or should I not bother? I wouldn't worry about it here. Okay, then I'll leave it a nine. So the only downside is that you had to break through a fake balcony glued haphazardly to the side of this ship. Again, you're all standing by the airlock. You hit the door to open it, and you hear a whooshing sound um, as more air than what you've experienced thus far rushes Rushes. into this ship. Okay, well, I definitely put my helmet back on if it wasn't already. As soon as you walk on board, like as soon as you break the plane of your ship into this ship, you start to float. And all of you can make investigation checks. Ooh, 11. Gosh, dang it. Five. No, four. Ouch. Nine. Uh, and is Sully still on board? He's, he's, he's like doing physicals for all the people we keep bringing back. Even if it's just like the one old man. Okay, cool. The old man keeps slapping at your hand as you try to give him a physical. Anyways, um, Malcolm, you're the one kind of leading the charge through this vessel. Um, the... Federation is it? No, wait. What's what's your Whatever faction? Star Wars or Star Trek is? I don't remember what the name of it is. Is it the Galactic Alliance? Is I that forget. it? Anyways, okay. Um, Galactic Alliance. The Galactic Alliance does a lot of zero zero g training, so you're fairly used to maneuvering in this type of environment. The ship is fairly small, and the first room that you find is just like again another like crew lounge area, and you see two bodies floating. One of a young woman that meets the description that was given by Marvin and the other of a small girl that looks a lot like her. Neither of them are breathing. That is where we're going to end the episode. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. All music from the show is from danosongs.com. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our podcasts at the Wandering Gamer Network's website, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. Outlaw.